Hey there, friends. You are tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. How are you doing? Yes, we're back on the scene with yet another fascinating topic, a topic that will either inspire a feeling of inclusion or might trigger a feeling of possible confusion and or in some special cases repulsion because not everybody is on board with this particular subject. So recently um, the Biden administration replaces mothers, the term mothers, with birthing people in maternal health guidance. This article was written on June 7th, 2021. So it's a year old. No, I'm sorry. I strike that. Let me let me just read it. The White House's 2022 fiscal year budget replaces the word mothers with birthing people in a section about public health funding promoting ridicule Monday from President Joe Biden's conservative critics. Okay. The Biden administration's budget includes a public health section which addresses efforts to quote-unquote reduce maternal mortality rates and end race-based disparities in maternal mortality. It goes on to say the budget specifically addresses racial disparities between black, American Indian slash Alaska Native, and other women of color. But it is the replacement of the word mother with birthing people that drew the eerie of conservative think tank leaders and right-wing media members Monday following the release of Biden's budget. So, listening to NPR News the other day talking about birthing people, I, I hear it for the first time in, you know, in a conversation. It's not that I'm clueless. It's just that I haven't been paying as much attention to the changeover, but here we are. And as the conversation goes on, the interviewer and interviewee make statements and use the terms birthing people, so on and so forth. I didn't really think anything of it. To me, it made sense. In my mind, it was inclusive. It included folks that potentially that are trans men that still want to have children and that do have children. So, it, yes, birthing people, people who give birth. I think it's pretty straightforward. I don't find any issue with it. And as a female and cisgender woman, I don't have an issue with the terms birthing people as opposed to the term mother because there is evidence and proof that there are, though not in abundance, a number of transgender men who have maintained uh, their reproductive organs in the off chance or in the possibility of having children later. And so, case in point, and this is a bit old, 
I say old, it's from 2019, this article regarding uh, a young man named Freddie McConnell who decided to have a child and to bring um, a child into the world. And I do believe this individual lives in the UK. So this is an example. Yeah, it was in the UK. So this is an example of an individual who made a particular decision and made a particular transition with their bodies for the most part, but decided to maintain certain core aspects regarding reproductive organs to hopefully have a child later in life. So we cannot say mothers because that does exclude a smaller portion of individuals that have gone through a particular transition and do have children. So birthing people just seems to make sense and is inclusive. Now those that have a hard time with that, who argue with it and think that it's something terrible, well, there's nothing that I can do about it to ease their pain. They're going to hang on to whatever they have in their mind about it. Um, but, you know, you might yourself have a feeling or two about the situation, and that's okay. I mean, everybody's allowed to be in their feelings. Look, I mean, we're all in our feelings about a variety of different things on a day-to-day basis. However, we have to think in a much broader way when it comes to gender identity in our current reality. To try to fight against that tide, it's a losing battle. It just is. It just is. It's like our parents' generation fighting against our generation with regards to tattoos, body piercings, rock and roll, rap music, um, all sorts of interesting cultural shifts that were going on when I was coming up in the uh, 80s and 90s that they rallied against our conservative parents had a hard time with and going even beyond that my parents or people of a certain generation quote unquote the baby boomer generation who might have been hippies who might have been a part of the civil rights movement who might have even been part of other types of activist groups uh, that were raging against the machine so to speak that those parents were having a hard time with those children or those young people wanting to see change in society. This isn't any different. It really isn't. I think that every generation that comes up, there's going to be some new cultural shift. And right now we are presently experiencing culture wars. Culture wars uh, have been going on for quite some time. It's not going to go anywhere. And as every generation comes and goes, a new layer to culture wars will uh, emerge. So it, it just makes sense that we, as a populace, whether you agree or disagree with terms like birthing people, let it go. Because it doesn't matter about our uh, feeling about it. Because look, I'm, I'm 50, almost 50. I'm not going to be on this planet for a great deal of time. You know, it doesn't matter for me. What matters are people that are 13, 15, 25. Well, this this is their time. So if they feel like they don't want to be a part of a, a, a 
binary system regarding gender anymore and have a say in it and want to see policies and laws reflective of where they are in their mind and who they are as individuals, then that's the way, that's what it is. These things don't have any effect on anybody who's 70. It doesn't even matter. Somebody who's 80, it doesn't matter. What, what someone, really, somebody who's 40 years old and older, none of these things really should matter. Because it's, 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 not a, it's not something that anybody needs to hang on to at that age. Now, if you have children that are going through a, a position where they want to feel whole in their bodies and not be identified as either a man or a woman, then let them, right? Of course, that's a debate that I don't want to get into because, I'm first of all, I'm not a parent, and I'm not saying to do things with young people who are under the age of 18. That's, that's, up, to, that's up to the parent, the policy, the state you live in. I don't have anything to do with that. But as an adult human being, that's a different story. So once a person becomes of a certain age, at that point, they make a decision to decide what they want to do. It's no different from, say, a female who wants to have breast implants, butt implants, liposuction, collagen injection in the lips, all sorts of things uh, to enhance the features of the individual to have either this more female body look with bigger breasts and a bigger rear end. Nobody saying anything about those individuals who seek out those particular types of surgeries to enhance their body. So I don't understand why folks get all bent out of shape about someone who chooses to be a different, to identify as a different gender and goes through that process. It, to me, it's not any different. It requires a surgeon and it requires money. And the way I see it, if the person has a loot to support their vision, you know, live and let live. If the individual wants to be identified as a woman and they are going through the process, then great. Good for them. Whatever makes them happy. Similarly, if a male wants to go through the process of becoming a woman or a female wants to go through the process of becoming a man, more power to them. Right? I mean, honestly, it's not your money they're spending. It's not my money that's being spent. So why do I care? Right? Why do you care? So... When we think about birthing people, yes, we have to be inclusive because there is a proof and fact that certain individuals do still have children and they they have a different physique and body type. Moreover, uh, when we think about the constructs of man and woman, which they are more so cultural constructs than biological we have to remember that, you know, these are these constructs come with characteristics regarding emotions and feelings and ways of being and I and seeing the world presumably. But in the world of nature, it's only male and female or a biological version of both. So, uh, for example, a bird will recognize the fact that it may be self-aware enough to know that it has offspring. I believe so. I'm not entirely sure. But I know that the female bird is not running, flying around, 
calling itself a woman. Those terms are only for human beings, of course. And they only identify a stage of development regarding the female body. Girl represents the adult, the young stage of development for a female child. Right? Young lady represents a particular age range and development of that female young person. Young woman, woman, again, are just descriptions for a developmental stage and age range of a female uh, individual. But if you took all that away, right, if you took those terms away and you talk about female and male, then we're only really talking about the biology of the human being the re- based on reproductive organs. That's it. Based on hormonal secretions because in the female body we have estrogen. So there's this delicate balance of various hormonal secretions specific to um, having a child, giving birth, conceiving, conception. And in the female body, there is the menstruation cycle, there's the ovulation cycle. So those are two cycles which happen each month. The menstruation only happens if ovulation, uh, during ovulation, implantation didn't occur. And then, so then there's menstruation. Not that I'm here to give you a biology lesson, but that's what you have going on for reproductive organs regarding a female body. A male body produces more testosterone. And so their testosterone comes from their testes. And so they have a whole different setup. So from a biological perspective, it's male, female. That's it, done, boom. You don't have to even say anything else. If you want to describe a person, you just say individual. I think it's fine. You don't really even need to defer to the constructs of him and her or, or man and woman or boy and girl because those are just identifications. They, that's exactly what they are, to identify a stage of a development for a human being and the sex of the human being. But in today's world, only going based on sex of the human being isn't enough to describe the whole human being because again those are just organs they're just organs and hormonal secretions that's it they're reproductive organs they're organs of um offering pleasure to to someone and they're hormonal secretions boom that's it but the rest that comes along with the whole human that now that's getting into the psychological and emotional and the energetic and spiritual components of the individual. You can't stuff all that into a female mailbox. It doesn't fit. It's like trying to put the entire ocean in a shot glass. It doesn't fit. So, so that is where I think folks have a hard time trying to understand this process that we're experiencing with folks being very, very self, so self-aware at such an early age that they almost definitively know who they are, but have a hard time trying to describe it and share it with others without the ridicule, without the shame, and without all these other things that come attached to being open, which is sad and a problem. And so when I think about somebody who has um, a self-awareness so acutely like that, I 
I tip my hat off to that individual. I think it's awesome. I wasn't self-aware with who I was until way later in life. But, but that's just me and that's my experience. I can't say that because this is what I experience, that this is what everyone else is also going through. Because that's not an entirely accurate uh, statement to make. In fact, it's a gross, it's an erroneous statement to make. Because that's not the case at all. Each individual goes through their own life journey and has their own life experience. Who am I to judge someone else's life experience or to determine what it should and shouldn't be based on what I think it should or shouldn't be, based on what my life experience was? That's silly. I wouldn't want anybody to have those types of expectations for me. And, uh, and I think it happens all the time, especially when we have children. Again, I'm not a parent, but as parents, I suspect that there's some air of living vicariously through your child and then placing a, a boatload of expectations upon them. And so if they don't perform up to the level of those expectations, that they're deemed something or other, or that they uh, disappoint the parent and fall short of their love and their um, respect. I hate to say it, but I know on some levels I fell short of my mother's respect. She'll always will love me as her daughter who she gave birth to in this world. And I think that she is proud of me and my accomplishments here and there. But I think in the totality of our relationship, I was a disappointment to her because she had expectations that she placed upon me that I did not meet not one of them. I failed to meet all of her expectations from beginning and really until now, still. I still don't do the things that she thinks I should be doing. And that's not my fault. There's nothing I can do about that. But see, that's where a dysfunction starts to emerge as a result of expectations not being met from a parent to a child. You add gender identity to that whole equation. Now that adds another layer of oh my God, what, what do I do, type of thinking in the parent's head, more often than not. So being that I don't have children and that these conversations really take place between those going through the real life experience and other people that are going through that, that experience, that's for them to decide what, what should be applied for them and would make, that would make sense for them. I can't dictate rules that don't apply to my body for them, for the individuals that are going through a particular place in their own life that they want to make uh, decisions about and have ownership over. And they should. So someone like Elliot Page, who was formerly, I feel like Prince, formerly known as the artist or the artist formerly known as Prince, right? Elliot Page, formerly known as Ellen Page, is a trans man. Elliot went through a variety of changes and is on the cover of Esquire magazine. He looks fabulous. Um, I watched the Umbrella Academy. I thought it was high time for Elliot to come out on, you know, in the mix and present himself and say, here I am. And that happened. And I thought it was great. Elliot Page was recently on Trevor Noah was a wonderful time to watch the two of them interact. I'm a fan of Elliot Page, and though 
this individual for others who are not understanding of this change has a hard time trying to reconcile in their mind from the time when Elliot Page was Ellen Page and played in the movie Juno to now, that's their problem. It's not Elliot's issue. It's the other person's issue because Elliot's going to do Elliot. Elliot's going to keep making movies, TV shows, putting money in the bank, doing what Elliot does. Everyone else can really can go, you know, boop themselves, right? In the end, because it's not up to anybody else how Elliot chooses to live his life. Not any, not up to anybody at all. That's the point. Same with Freddie McConnell. Same with anybody else that chooses to live a life that is complete and whole for them. I wouldn't want anybody to tell me how to live my life, and I certainly wouldn't tell anybody else how to live theirs. I feel whole and complete in my body now. I don't always identify as a woman in my mind. Sometimes I regard myself as a man. Let me explain that. I have very masculine tendencies. I was told that I was masculine by a number of people um, growing up in life or that I was a boy or that I was gay. And I had a hard time trying to understand why folks thought that way. But this is just who I was, right? I think women and men are beautiful. I think women are gorgeous. I haven't been with a woman, but that doesn't mean I don't look at a woman and think to myself, wow, she's beautiful. Um, similarly, when I look at a man, I think, wow, he's handsome. Or when I look at an individual who is just gorgeous, I say to myself, that individual is beautiful. Doesn't matter, male, female, man, woman, non-binary, trans, you name it. If you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous. I have now embraced my masculine constructs of personality and my feminine constructs of personality and I'm a whole complete human being yes I have breasts and reproductive organs to give birth to a baby but I am not my genitals and I am not my reproductive organs I am a complete whole individual and we have to keep that in mind that gender roles are just that roles they don't identify the person as a whole complete human being We're a very complex species. We have many, many layers. We have so many experiences. We have so many thoughts and feelings about a a wide array of things. We can't stuff all that into a gender box. It just doesn't fit. Like the ocean analogy into the shot glass, same thing, it just doesn't fit. So we need to, as a society, to stop doing that. And we just all need to move the heck on with life and enjoy life as it comes. Have a good time. You know, we live and then we die and the wheels on the bus go round and round, people. That's all I'm saying. Live your best life. Don't worry about how other people are living theirs. That's it. That's my spiel.